0: to another episode of EG Like Sunday Morning, bringing a close to a week in which the City of London has announced plans to turn empty offices in the Square Mile into homes. Who better to dissect such a story for us than London offices guru and EG LSM stalwart Alex Daniel and, making her long-awaited return to EG LSM, resi maestro Emma Rosser. Further demonstrating their levels of commitment to their chosen fields of expertise, as we record this, Alex is currently in an office and Emma is in a house. (laughs) So how are you both enjoying your working environments right now?
1: Oh, that's a nice contrast, isn't it? Yeah, mine's a bit samey, I have to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to be in the office. And as I just said before we before we started recording, I nearly got kicked out of the office today, but managed to retain my seat. It's been a real whirlwind day so far. So is this your is this your second visit to EG Towers or my second visit to EG Towers? Um, still haven't met most of the EG team in person, <laughs> hoping that you're not all part of the matrix. Um, but yeah, EG Towers, what a day it is to uh, be. And have. as
0: as a as a an expert on London offices,
2: any any first impressions? It's better than most offices I've been in. I wouldn't say it's the creme de la creme necessarily. <laughs>
1: this is your first experience of the eg office isn't it then
2: it is well my second experience but yes exactly yeah
1: Yeah. oh fun
2: although i'm not on the same floor as eg our floor's been shut down which oh really okay well maybe Uh, this is all confidential information (laughs) Maybe it
0: is. Maybe we will all, all, all going to get wiped Never all happen. over the coals next week. Um, anyway, so best quickly move on from that. Uh, and uh, Alex, yeah, tell me uh, all about what the City of London
2: has got planned. Well, the City of London is, they've published their big strategy to get people back into the square mile um, pretty much. And the plan basically involves making the whole place a lot more pedestrian friendly. Um, mm-hmm. They're already planning. Big improvements around bank tube station for example. Um, they also want to bring in a, a more diverse mix of tenants um, with low-cost rents that will involve more tech companies and creative industries tenants who've historically favoured places like Shoreditch and the city fringe um, and they even want to throw an all-night cultural celebration. That's their words not mine. I'm not sure what word they have what they have in mind exactly but um, I like the idea of some sort of Brazilian carnival for the city, personally. Um, (laughs) I'd like to see what the 800 year old city corporation comes up with. um, Is it a one off event
1: or is it an ongoing party?
2: I don't think it's been finalised yet. You'll need to ask Catherine McGuinness, um, party starter in chief, who is (laughs) the policy chair of the City City of London Corporation. Um, I think one part of this which has raised some eyebrows, though, one part of this plan was um, that they want to build 1500 new homes in the city Mm. um, by 2030. Um, Nine years, 1500 new homes is not exactly a huge number but I think for the City of London uh, that is quite a departure. Emma can talk more about this afterwards but they're usually much more focused on offices and Mm not many homes tend to get built in the city. Just to
1: prove um, one of the downfalls from working from home, my uh, front door's just gone, so I just need to just run and answer that really quickly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, go for it.
1: Um.
2: (laughs) (laughs) One nil to the office. Uh. (laughs) One nil to the office, exactly. It doesn't sound like a big number for this area, but um, it doesn't sound like a big number, but for the city, it is quite a lot of homes. They're usually much more focused on offices and not many homes tend to get built in the square mile, as I'm sure everyone is aware. I think it did raise some eyebrows among some certain city office leasing agents who wanted to be left unnamed. They were left scratching their heads, but I think the flip side is that um, over nine years, it's probably not a big enough number to dramatically change the face of the area. I think what is more likely to change the face of the area is this public realm, um, improving the cultural offer and trying to actually get some people into the city on the weekends, for example, when it is, you know, it's very, very quiet and trying to help some of the tens of thousands of small businesses in the area um, get back on their feet as the country starts to unlock.
1: I guess they'd they'd have to do all of that if they wanted to prepare it for residential anyway. So, Mm. so kind of thinking about that, there is no resi there at the moment. um, And there's been very little kind of demand to, or, you know, in the pipeline, you looked at the planning applications, what was it, like 91 homes over three years?
2: 91 homes over three years. I mean, 1500 over nine years is what, like a bit more than 150 a year? yeah. I don't know how that would change it's still an uplift. the street. Yeah, it's definitely an uplift. Definitely an uplift. Who would be the typical resident? Well, this
1: is interesting. So I, I was going to mention because I, I once met someone on a train who was saying, oh, I live I live in the city. I don't know how he got onto it. And I was like, you can't live in the city. There's no <laughs> homes in the city. Where do you live? And we were talking about it. And he was saying it's really difficult, actually, on the weekend, it's dead. And if you want to just nip out and get a pint of milk or something, that that's really hard because it's just not set up for, for people living there at the moment. Um. But but yeah, but I know I know it's not it, appreciate it. it's not a huge amount, but I mean it is a shift for 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 the for the area, and I think I think it maybe did catch some of the attention of resi developers as well. I mean obviously they're always looking for kind of you know potential kind of expansion and and new areas and pockets of demand as well. Um, so so I was sort of talking, I've spoken to a few um, agents this week trying to work out would there be demand from developers why and 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 what kind of demand um and i was talking to jonathan Molen just before this podcast actually and um and he was saying I, i'd said to him you know would developers want to even develop in the city because of you know the challenges that we've all just sort of discussed and he said how have i written it down he said yes provided they were able to build the right kind of product so he said um, smaller pierre de terre product which I've never heard that phrase before (laughs) but but it's that like um what you have your city flat basically um Mm. so that sort of thing or apart hotels or co-living another agent also suggested that student demand is um so student accommodation demand is super high so would that potentially work um so there are some interesting opportunities but but again he said exactly the same thing you have to think who would want to live there
2: Exactly. And I think an interesting part of this was that they did float the idea of converting old abandoned office blocks, which I think I failed to failed to mention at the top, but they, they want to turn abandoned office space into housing as well. I think that's one of many methods that they want mm. to use to get these 1500 homes in. And it did get picked up a lot by the media, um, the idea of offices to resi. Um, but it's certainly an interesting idea there are definitely going to be some empty probably uh, lower grades office spaces in the city which won't be of much use to anyone else unless they get redeveloped
1: yeah with the sort of conversions as well whether or not like i think that that you'd anticipate that you'd get smaller flats out of that not just because of the every, every you know everyone kind of associates office to resi with small flats it's, it's not because of that it's because of the values because you don't just have an empty development site you've got a development site with a high value asset on there even if it's not even if it's empty it's still high value so developers would need to find a way to make that work for 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 the for sale market um or or going for the rental market or student accommodation um, so it's just another challenge in there. What do you do, you, do you really want to get rid of that office?
2: I think there's also an aspect of this where they they want this 1500 homes, they want the new residents, new prospective residents of the city to be part of this kind of, um, I don't think they explicitly use the phrase 15 minute city, but I think this is part of that shift to making cities um, a lots of kind of smaller areas and actually turning the square mile into one mm. of those is a very interesting idea I don't know how sort of the you know um, massive financial services companies would um, perceive the square mile turning into just another small area of London in terms of having residential having loads of shops but it is it really is very different at the weekend and um, I don't know how many listeners tend to come into the city at the weekend Um I can't imagine that many do because no one's there um, there's nothing to do lots of shops aren't open um, it really is sort of tumbleweed town um, this all of these things put together could potentially change that yeah. um, I would still imagine that they are targeting inbound maybe not tourism but people coming in for the day in the same way that you come into the west end for the day um, and targeting that retail and leisure thing it would be interesting to see if they sort of a if they follow through and b if it works if they do
1: yeah i remember the first time that i went into the city when i first moved to london and i went into the city on the weekend i have no idea why i was probably trying to get to borough market or something and getting completely (laughs) lost but thinking oh my god what's happened something's happened what (laughs) like because why could it possibly be this empty and like some friend that i was with that was like no this is just london like (laughs) We just accept that this high value area just turns into a dead zone for for almost half the week.
0: Going back several years, it used to be a good place to park (laughs)
1: uh, if if you wanted to
0: uh, to, to go and do something else somewhere else.
1: Just park up on Liverpool Street.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So what else has been keeping you
2: uh, both busy on the news desk this week? So Whitbreads um, announced their full year results. They're the owner of Premier Inn, um, and they um, lost a billion quid over the last mm. year, which is obviously not great, um, but probably to be expected for um, a massive hotel chain during a pandemic where no one can go and visit hotels. Um, the interesting part of it was that that they plan to pour, I think it's 350 million quid into new hotel space um, as well as an accompanying ad campaign. And they were at pains to point out that they would get um, old Premier Inn favourite Lenny Henry, uh, the face of Premier Inn, I believe they called him, back in for this ad campaign. His first outing for Premier Inn in three years. I personally can't wait for the ads to come back on the telly.
0: (laughs) Definitely great news and um, uh, emma, what what's been going on in your uh, area?
1: There was one interesting, well, obviously many interesting, but 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 one of the ones that stood out this week. Um, I was looking at um so Knight Frank did a survey of house builders um looking at the challenges that they've come across. This thing, so this is going from SMEs to volume house builders. What are the biggest challenges that they've experienced this year Um, and so kind of going into that i would assume that would be you know off the back of the pandemic um construction delays supply chain brexit things like that actually in the first quarter so they've spoken to 47 um different house builders and they the majority of respondents had identified planning as the biggest challenge um which uh yeah sort of unexpected, I would think you, 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 I mean, we we all know that there are challenges in planning, mm. but for that to be the largest challenge for most. Um, going into uh, Q2, uh, they had highlighted that it would be um, land availability was the biggest challenge, but that was quickly followed by um, kind of ongoing uncertainty around policy. So again, connected to planning. Um, so just yeah that was an interesting one um and and i guess interesting to see that it was across the smes and the house builders i think a lot of the time you think maybe planning is a challenge for smes because they're just doing smaller sites and and the time to get through planning can be you know up to two years if if not longer kind of is quite average around there but um but yeah smes and house builders who would have guessed it
0: Uh, was well, uh, an indication of a return to normality if, if planning is is back to being the biggest headache
1: yeah um, well and another one today like, I, I would imagine it would continue to be a big headache because we've just seen that the um the virtual planning is no more as uh, of May seventh right.
0: no more no more jackie
1: <laughs> maybe she'll start campaigning <laughs> that
0: would... maybe um okay so uh it's time for the quiz of the week and and Emma, uh, you haven't faced this before. Uh, You're you're sat here uh, with Alex uh, watching on. He is joint top of the leaderboard with four out of five, so uh, no pressure. Um, I've I've tried to keep it away from stories you've actually written because that would seem to be a slightly unfair advantage. Um, So you're ready to face five questions on the week's news in EG?
1: God, this is exciting. I've done it. I've 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 done it kind of you know n- n- from the sidelines previously, but um, never Any on a spot. And, someone, and I haven't and... prepared at all. Oh God.
0: Well, okay. So question one. I'm sure you'll be great. What entity is leaving the city for a new HQ at Canary Wharf?
1: Oh, it's NHS Property Services. It is NHS. Yeah, and... I broke the story that they were leaving the city actually. Ah. Well, ages ago, yeah, but but, no, nice one. (laughs) Um, somewhere else. Glad.
0: Question two: According to data from Savills, there are more empty regional offices than there are vacancies at what? Um,
1: more empty offices at vacancies at.
0: Uh, The vacancy rates, I believe, the vacancy rates are higher at, at, at regional offices than they are at.
1: Oh, another sector. Yeah. Um. Leisure centres?
0: Uh retail parks. So oh, you know, that's close. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, one of one of Pui's stories uh, this week. So uh question three. Uh, which royal family has settled a long running legal battle with their former property managers, Lancer?
1: Oh, is it the Abu Dhabi one?
0: Yes, it is. There Two you go. out of three back on it. Okay, so now the missing words question. Uh, I'm going to read you a headline and I've removed a word from it. Uh, can you fill in the blank? The headline is back to reality. Real estate faces employee blank over returning to the office.
1: Anxiety.
0: It is anxiety. Well yeah. done. It could have, there could have been so many words that could have fit that space. But you oh yeah, picked. it could
1: have been way more fun with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so... Three out of four, and a chance now to tie with Alex and Pui at the top of the leaderboard with four out of five. So, and I'm I'm quite confident in you on this final question. It's the diary question. And the diary question this week is, what rebrand got everyone talking this week?
1: Oh. Mmm. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. It was all just about me... Trying to get you to say that. And that's, can you say it? Uh, I, I, I think it's sort of Aberdon. It's sort of got <laughs> quite a, a nice Aberdonian harshness yeah. to it. Yes, well done. Four out of five, and you you have equaled the uh, previous efforts of Alex and Pui. Yeah. Now that everyone's everyone on the news desk has faced the challenge, I'll probably have to introduce some kind of competitive element. Yeah.
1: Maybe we yeah. can
0: maybe we can put an order in for a job lot of buzzers.
1: Or maybe, just uh, sit with my hat. That's what I was doing in the first one. Put my hand up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well done how does it feel
1: oh it feels really good do you know i felt left out before but now i'm dying to read this uh, retail parks piece as well, <laughs> <laughs> well i'm amazed
2: yeah. that you did that without um without reading the magazine and preparing beforehand last week i got four out of five just to get a mention in there by <laughs> Swatting up for 20 minutes, hardcore <laughs> reading of Estates Gazette, every nice. word, and still missed out the E.G. interview question. Yeah, Emma Emma does. Oh, it I every actually night read I them
1: when they go on the website though, Alex.
2: <laughs> so do I. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: of course, so do I. That just leaves us time to run through what we've got um, lined up for you on the EG podcast channel uh, this next week. Um, My colleague Sarah Jackman will be back with the latest episode of Bricks and Mortar on Tuesday due to the bank holiday. Uh, Then I will have another episode of On the Case on a recent Supreme Court decision uh, on Wednesday. On Thursday, we have a webinar uh, inside the crystal ball where you should be investing in real estate. So look out for that. And uh, then, of course, uh, this time next week, we'll be back with EG like Sunday morning. Uh, So thank you very much to both of you. Uh, uh, Enjoy uh, your bank holiday weekend. Any big plans?
1: I am maybe getting, I always have really boring updates on my flat, I'm maybe getting my electrics done in my kitchen and uh, I might go for a walk, meet some friends.
2: Sounds good. I think I'm going to sit outside a very cold pub, probably two nights out of the three, I would imagine, hopefully not catch hypothermia.
0: Okay, look forward to uh, seeing you on uh, early on Tuesday morning and seeing what state you're in after that. (laughs) Uh, To everyone else out there, do enjoy your bank holiday weekend. You have been listening to EG Like Sunday Morning. Great, fantastic.
1: (laughs) Just keep it as it is, nothing to take out there.
2: No, that's what I I I normally do. I feel like that was a particularly quirky EG Like Sunday Morning episode.